Well, we just finished a wonderful conversation with Pam Dorsey. Just had a delightful time hearing from her. Pam Dorsey is a life pursuer and she leads women to live their whole lives with their whole selves. I think of her as the queen of affirmations. And in this episode, she shares what her journey of transformation was like. And I believe that you all are gonna really enjoy getting to follow along with that journey and find lots of great relating points in it and inspiration for your own journey. I hope you enjoy. This is the Upstate Impact Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Weaver, and I'm here with my project partner, Jordan Floyd. Today, we have the privilege of having my sweet friend, Pam Dorsey, on here with us today. Pam, welcome, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate this opportunity so much. I'm, I'm really excited to get to have this time to chat with you. So our yeah. first connection, was at an event you were hosting where you led us all in candid, courageous conversations. It was such a beautiful experience for me. And I knew right then that we were heart sisters. I said, I need to get to know this lady because we are really sisters. Somewhere back there, we've got it together. <laughs> it was so beautiful. Pam, you are a life pursuer. And watching you live that out is beautiful. I know you're helping many people get out there and live their best life. So tell me, what does life pursuer mean to you? Oh, wow, wow. Life pursuer means so much at any given time, right? Uh, when I first started calling myself a life pursuer, I had no idea of the intensity or the impact that I was speaking on my life or wow. the lives of people that I would meet, right? So a life pursuer is a woman that is in full, hot, total, complete pursuit of getting her whole entire complete life, leaving absolutely nothing on the table, going after everything that God says is hers. The mm. L in life stands for leader. The I is for intentional. The F is for fearless. And the E is for evolving. Because at wow. any given moment, we can be one, all, or some of those at any given moment, right? So that is what it means to be a life pursuer. Man, you're getting it. Yeah. <laughs> You've already got me taking notes over here, so that was really good. I like that. <laughs> I'm a sucker. But it's for men, too. <laughs> no, hey, I was, I'm a sucker for memory tools. When you can spell it out for me, that works even better. So I appreciate that. Definitely. Yes, so, I love it. so our audience is really focused here in the upstate. So I just love to hear what your history is here in the upstate. And if you grew up here and what kind of what your connection is to the upstate now. Oh, yes, definitely. I was born and raised in Greenville, South Carolina. Really? Um, so that is my, yes, that's my bloodline, Greenville, South Carolina. Um, recently, my husband and I, and my, my um, two boys and my mommy, we relocated to Columbia um, the end of December 2018. Um, so I am in new ground now. New territory is different, but the same, right? Still the same state. I tell people I'm just a skip and a hop from home, right? Just down the road. <laughs> but I still have roots in Greenville. Of course, my dad is there. My sister left some good friends back there um, that I get to visit from time to time. I had a women's networking event that, that actually began in Greenville. So I still have some roots in the upstate. 
Yeah. Well, and because you're doing so much online, I'm sure you're still able to do lots and lots of stuff here. So did you see this speaking and leadership coaching? Did you see this in your future when you were growing up? How did all this come about? No, no, and no again. <laughs> and I have told the younger Pam that she would be upfront and center and speaking into the lives of anyone. I was the shy little timid girl in the background, totally okay with being overlooked, not noticed. No one had to speak to me because my self-esteem, I told people it wasn't low, it was in the negative. Wow. It was that bad. So I was okay with being the little shy girl that nobody talked to. So to, to, to now be in a place, in a position where I am now, it's, it's a God thing, right? It's just been, it's been a part of my journey. I did not see it coming. Um, and of course, I ran from it for a very long time. <laughs> um, I got tired of God whooping up on me. <laughs> And the more I came into agreement with who he says that I am, the easier it became. But um, long story short, no, ma'am. No, sir. I did not see this coming. <laughs> Sounds wow. like you had a little bit of a personal Jonah story there. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I speak a lot about my self-love journey um, because it, it begins and ends with, with us, right? It, it starts with me and it ends with me, right? A word or a thought, it can start and begin, it start and end with me. Um, so this has been a journey that I would not trade for the world because it has helped me to understand what God has placed in me and what he wants me to, to release into this earth. So it's been a journey um, full of ups and downs, of course, tears and all that, but joy more than anything. Yeah. Well, you just, you just gave me an easy segue into my next question talking about your journey. So I want to know, I want to know more about that journey and particularly what are, what are just some keys or some themes that have really uh, stuck out to you along this, uh, this journey of just kind of self affirmation and self development. Yes. The journey, it really began honestly when I can say that my self love journey began was in around 2011, 2012, somewhere in there, kind of along the same time frame when I was like tired of corporate America, praying God, please get me out of corporate America. And he introduced me to the entrepreneurship world. All of that kind of started taking place then because I had to come out of the shy, timid Pam and embrace the Pam that had to be up front and center. Of course, in 2011, I didn't know that I would be here you know, speaking into to the lives of women the way that I, um, that God has gifted me to. But the journey um, began with me loving me because for a very long time, I did not. Because of the, the, the lack of self-esteem that I had for myself, the self-doubt, the self-sabotage, because of those things, I didn't love the Pam that I saw. I call myself the little chocolate chick. <laughs> <laughs> Skin was one of the things that got me picked at that caused me to have some of those self-esteem issues. So now I fully embrace me, the chocolate skin and all of that. Um, but the journey, um, it wasn't easy. Um, it began actually in church. Uh, my pastor at the time, he was talking about um, Psalms 139, 14, one of my favorite 
uh, verses, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And he kind of, he broke it down how God intention, intentionally and purposefully placed the gifts and talents and all of the things that he did within me intentionally on purpose because he knew the purpose that he wanted me to impact in this world so when he broke down literally what it means to be fearfully and wonderfully made there's only one me no one can do it like i can do it whatever the it may be um that is what kind of began my self-love journey and this began um continuously since then and i say it's a journey because it's not a destination it does not stop i don't get to a, a point and say i've arrived i'm done i'm complete never you know it's always that's why the in life is evolving because we're always evolving and becoming the next best version of ourselves yeah so good okay how did the affirmations factor into that when did affirmation start becoming such a big deal because i think of you as the queen of affirmations yeah. <laughs> 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 affirmations played a huge role um, because the words that we speak they they literally have power they, they can form your life, but the belief in the words that you're speaking, that is where the manifestation is. That is where the power is. I heard Joel Osteen say, it's been a few years back, I am are two of the most powerful words ever, but the mm. words that follow I am, that is literally what you're inviting into your life. And I was like, wow, how powerful is that? So wow. affirmations have been a huge part of myself self-love journey because you have to have some when you when you have been full of negative for so long you have to have something to combat it when the negative thoughts come because they do come you know you get to a point where not so often not so frequent but there will be things that happen in your life and you you go back to the stinking thinking and the self-doubt so you have to have the positive to combat that so that's what my affirmations do for me that is why i'm so big on them that's why you hear me preach about them <laughs> because they have literally <laughs> helped me change my life for the better man yeah. i think they're so beautiful i think they're i just beautiful. i think i just identified another one-liner from pam did you just say stinking thinking yes all right <laughs> i'm bookmarking that one that was Get good the stinking thinking <laughs> and i actually borrowed that one that came from one of my personal development development coaches back in I think around 2013 stinking thinking was her word so I borrowed that from her well, I love that <laughs> so you can it from both of us. <laughs> I love that I love yeah. that. <laughs> that's so good so what do you say Pam in this whole process obviously lots of things to overcome in just that wrong mindset about self but just as you've developed and walked into this calling and taken it on as a career what have been the biggest hurdles? What have been the hardest things you've had to work through in that process? Some of my biggest hurdles have been once I realized that God was calling me to help women to become their best self as I'm in that same process of becoming my best self. I have gained some friendships and I have lost some. Some friendships that I've had for 20 plus years ended during this journey. Um, so that has been one of the hardest things that I've had to overcome is understanding that everyone does not come into your life to stay. 
there are seasons, right? And that was like the hardest thing because I, I think back to the little shy, timid Pam that didn't have a lot of friends and held on tightly to the ones that she had. You know, so even in my adulthood, the same thing, you know, that same cycle was there. So when friends, when relationships started ending, I was like, hi, what's going on? And it was always female friendship relationships, right? That was ending. And I'm like, God, how do you call me to be the, the purpose pusher to help women, you know, walk into their purpose, into their destiny? But I'm having a hard time maintaining my own, you know, sister girl relationships. So that was like one of the hardest things that I had to overcome. And it simply came to a point of realizing that they, they had served their purpose in, in my life, either my life, you know, I gave them what I needed to give them or they gave me what they needed to give me or vice versa. It had ran its course, you know, but that was one of the hardest, uh, that has been one of the hardest things because I love friendships. I love relationships. So when they end, you know, you question, what did I do? What could I have done different? You know, but I had to get to a point to realize it's, it's just a part of the process and that season had ended. Yeah. And probably that shy, quiet girl would do whatever it took to keep those right. people happy. And the bold, confident woman would say, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do, even if other people don't understand or maybe don't track with me right now. And I feel that with you. That's hard. So, so I think, you know, you've, you've talked about, and we've already seen just a lot of ways that you pour yourself out for other people. And that's, that's one of the reasons that we invited you to be a part of this. But then I want to know, how do you, how do you fill yourself back up? How do you keep your, your cup full so that you can actually pour out for other people? What do you use to keep you motivated and inspired just in the day to day? In the day to day, I, I journal a lot. Um, one of the things that I say often is journaling is my happy place. It is a place where I get my thoughts from my head and I get them from my thoughts and my heart and I get them on paper. Um, so journaling is one of my happy places. It is my release. It's how I let go of things. And it's in a safe place, right? It's between me and God. Nobody knows what's going on on that paper, right? <laughs> So journaling is definitely one of the things that I do um, to keep me keep my sanity. Um, affirmations, of course. Um, I may have one, two, three, or four going on in my head at the same time. <laughs> so affirmations, <laughs> definitely. Um, as often as I can, um, I, I step away from. My, my norm. I step away from motherhood. I step away from being a wife. I step away from the business and just go somewhere and be quiet and still and just mm. be centered with me, right? Because it's so easy when you're pouring into everyone else that you lose pieces of you. Um, so those are the, mm -hmm. I would say, the top three things that I do to keep me in a place where I can um, pour into others. And when I love that answer. And when I hear you talk about just how, um, you know, you used to be this much more quiet, reserved, shy version of yourself, and now you're doing something that's just 
completely different, something that you wouldn't have expected to be doing a long time ago. One of the things that comes to my mind is imposter syndrome, this idea of still feeling like, am I, am I really supposed to do this? Am I really gifted in this way to be able to do this? I guess I'd just ask you, what are some of the affirmations that you, that you say to yourself so that you don't feel like an imposter, that you don't feel like, man, am I really cut out for this? Oh, wow. Yes. And this one is one of my favorites. It's in my affirmation ebook that I created. Everything is as it should be. Mm. Everything is as it should be. Even when your life looks chaotic, it looks like it's never going to fall into place. It seems like you're doing all of this that God wants you to do and it's falling on deaf ears because sometimes I feel like that. <laughs> to remind myself that everything as it is as it should be and in God's timing is going to work out perfectly all things work together for this for his good because I am called according to his purpose so that is one of my favorite affirmations and my second one is I am more than enough not just enough mm. I'm not just right there you know I'm more than He's called me. He's equipped me. I'm able to do the things that he has purposed me to do. So those are my two tops. And I have lots. You've got me ready to run through a wall now. I love it. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm doing, Jordan. Let me know that I'm talking some good stuff. So thank you. <laughs> you got it. Thank you. I think empowerment was the goal, right, Pam? You kind of ready to run through the wall. I mean, yeah, through the wall, <laughs> not just down the hall, but through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so good. So when you're sitting there journaling, do you just get this new download of fresh affirmations, and then because you're always posting more of them, you know, I'm like, where did that one come from? You know. And you know, Elizabeth, I'm so glad you asked that because the majority of the time, my affirmations are fresh off the press. It is related mm. to something that has been going on, circling within me. Um, and God is like, listen, let, let's handle that. Let's, let's fix it. You know, something negative or bad has popped into my mind. And like Jordan said, I need to pour back into me and get me back right so I can pour into others. So I would say about 70% of the affirmations are dealing with something that I'm having to come back the negative and flip it into a positive. Yeah. So that's how <laughs> I keep them coming, Elizabeth. That, it, because, you know, all we have is our life to give, right? Right. That's all I have is what's going on in my world. Of course, I, I, I read and I pray and I do all that to, to stay fresh. But all I have to give is, is what God has, has given me, you know, in my life. So that's how I keep them popping. They be fr most of the time fresh off the press. <laughs> that's why they feel alive, though. That's good. I know that, you know, um, I relate so much with your story and it, I think that's why before I even heard your story, I knew that we had a heart connection. And I feel this question that I would love to hear from you on, I know many can relate to that feeling of cramped quarters in the cocoon, that sprouting wings and this awareness, like I'm made for more, 
but what do you say to someone in that journey? Cause that's not an easy road, you know? Yeah. It's yes. not and, quick and easy. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's one of those, um, one of those to ponder on, right? Where I, I think about one of the, um, I think this is a quote that I've read where it says, you're in a place where you're good with who you are. You've gotten to a point where all of that, that, that has happened in my past got me to this point. I'm okay with it. I've dealt with it. I'm good with it. I've healed from it. But now I have to work on where I am now because I know that there's more. So somewhere in, in between the cocoon and the butterfly experience is what I like to call it, where we're mm. always evolving and becoming. You still have to be in a place where, okay, yeah, I did that. I said that I'm okay with it. So now what can I, what can I learn from it? How can I grow from it and move in the direction that I'm supposed to be going? going into the next the best version the next best place of me so that sometimes is a hard place to be in because you know that where you are is not bad right it's better than where you were but there's more so you have to continually be in a place of becoming continually be in a place i've learned to get in a place where i realize my triggers now right i realize when something is not quite clicking how it's supposed to and I realized okay you need to be grounded be still be quiet and work through it right stay in the moment stay present and deal with what's going on right now and it helps you it gives you guidance on where you're going mm. that's good yeah really, yeah you're really just speaking to the fact that you are embracing the fact that it's a journey I mean that that's ultimately what you're asking people to do and that is it's incredibly uh, it seems like incredibly simple advice, but it's so hard to hear sometimes when you're in the middle of just feeling stuck, for lack of a better word, right? You don't want to be in that part of the journey, you know? So, I, yeah, I think that's very sage advice. Yes, most definitely. Hard I love it. To be. What's, what's that healing journey been like for you? Because the healing is really, you know, we have to get to wholeness to really have to give that overflow. But healing yeah. is hard work. It is. It is. And, it, and I like to tell my ladies, it, you know, don't expect it to happen overnight, right? Mm. It, it's a journey. It's continual. It's an ongoing process. So, like, the hardest part is when you realize, uh, maybe I might have contributed to this somewhat, right? Because, you know, mm. we quickly be like, oh, she did this, he did that, and this is why it happened. So when God started revealing to me, like, some of the things that I did, and I'll give you an example. Um, with my Mix Mingle and Learn Women's Networking event, I was able to help so many new beginning women entrepreneurs to get their business out there, right? That's the goal of Mix Mingle and Learn is you come and you promote your business, you put your business out there and let the world know what you got going on. As some of those women began to grow higher and higher in their business, it seemed like to me um, they were there was never any collaborations that came from it, right? Yeah. After mixed mingling learn. and for us for a while i was kind of bitter about it i was like have they forgotten that mixed mingling learn was the stomping ground you know that was the foundation that's where it started but god had reminded me and he showed me he was like you were still kind of the timid shy pam 
right? They didn't realize that they could come to you. They didn't think you would be receptive of doing anything other than what you had going on in your world. Mm-hmm. So when he showed me that, it was it was a sting, right? I was like, oh my gosh. So I could I could no longer, you know, be angry with them. I had to fix I had to turn that on me, look at me in the mirror and, and fix that and work on that. And again, it didn't happen overnight. Um, it was a process, but the healing journey, because <sighs> God starts uprooting things, you know, and you're like, oh gosh, I I, I just finished fixing this, and now I have this in my face, and I now I have to work on this too. So um, the healing journey, wow, it's a journey and a process. Not easy, but definitely worth it because it gets you to the next best version of you. Yeah. Like those layers of the onion, right? You know, we just think, wow, now I got it. Just took care of all my stuff. And the next thing you know, there's a new layer revealed. Exactly. I just got finished wiping the tears from my last onion layer, okay? Right. <laughs> there's a new thing that just popped up. So, <sighs> but what I have learned is if you deal with it, if you will face it head on, front and center, it, it it doesn't hurt as bad, right? And it doesn't take as long as when you're trying to sweep it back under the carpet and ignore it. So yeah. face it, you know, when you when, it, when God shows it to you or when you see it in yourself, fix it, work on it, start immediately. Don't, don't try to hide it, work on it because he's showing it to you for a reason because he knows it's, it's, you got to fix it before you can go to that next place. Yeah. Good, good stuff. What are you hoping when you get to the end of your life? What's the big thing you really hope you've accomplished? I just got this random question. I'm just asking you. I'm like, what is it? Because all this passion, it's amazing. What are you really hoping when it's all said and done that you can look back and say, that's what I accomplished? I want to look back and say that I have helped if just one woman become, walk authentically, boldly, and confidently into the next best version of her, Mm. job well done, right? If I can die empty, and I got that from my pastor in Greenville, Pastor Wendell Jones, I heard him say, I want to die empty. Everything that God gave me, everything he poured into me, I want to meet him empty. Everything that he gave me, I poured it into the earth. I helped as many people as I could, and I did it from an authentic, whole, healed, complete place. So Mm. even though I'm on my journey, I can help other women on theirs. That's beautiful. And, you know, I really do believe that you help so much better when you're sharing the journey together. Because really, who wants to learn from someone who's already finished (laughs) that that's not a thing right and so the people who act like it's already finished are not being real and it's just really refreshing to get to learn alongside someone else and we're in it together and i appreciate it so pam i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna speak for you here and maybe i'm even twisting your words so forgive me but the so when you talk about dying empty one thing i think about is i I don't know when I'm going to die. So in order for me to die empty, that means I have to be pouring myself out now. 
right? So yeah. I think that like th there's a call to action within that too. Is not a well, you know, start thinking and brainstorming and considering and hoping for the things to fall into place that you'll eventually be able to pour yourself out. It's no, mm -hmm. just in, in the in the circumstances and the situation that you find yourself in right now, pour yourself out. Yes. Right. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yep. Definitely. I, I right love now. that call. And I find that that's so inspiring because I feel like a lot of people just resonate with this, this idea that Elizabeth was hinting at before of like, one day I'll be able to accomplish that mm. one day, mm -hmm. one day I'll be in a position, I'll have the job or I'll have enough money or I'll be in a better situation to where then I can actually make a difference or then I can actually do the thing that I'm called to do. When in reality, what you're called to do is to pour yourself out now. Now, exactly. Exactly. So, because we don't, like you said, we don't know when our last day, when our last breath is. That's right. So we have to be constantly pouring out, most that's definitely. Right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. I'll attribute that to you, even if that's not what you said. That's what I heard. So. <laughs> All right. I'll take that, Jordan. Thank you. <laughs> well, there's this thing called divine inspiration and it's happening as words leave our mouths and it's happening as words enter our ears and sometimes something happens between the two that is just miraculous and you're just like wow divine inspiration <laughs> i love exactly. it i love it that's why relationships are so important because we feed off of each other we don't know what most times that we feed off of one another in some way that's why i love what you said heart sisters Ah, that touched me so much because that, that's so powerful, right? Yeah. We always, there's a connection even when we don't know it. Always. Yeah. It's so true. And you, you got me at a time when I was really just trying to make friends in this area and I was going through such a personal growth journey. And so it was just this beautiful connection because you just welcomed me in with open arms and it was like, you belong here, even though we just met. And I knew that that was a feeling I wanted to give to other people. Yes, you know, I'm like, yes. I experienced that. I want other people to experience that when they're with me. And it really fueled my passion. So you just never know, you know, one yeah. meeting, one connection, right. where it'll go. Amazing. Um, and I always say, I want to give the ladies that I come in contact with, I want to give, I want to leave them with something that, I haven't, didn't always have, you know, you want people when they leave from you to be better, to feel better. So that is always my goal when I meet new people or people that I've already known to leave them better, to leave them with something, you know, that I didn't have that I needed along my journey. That's always yeah. my, my goal when I meet people. Mm. Love it. Well, I got a round of rapid fire fun questions for you, but before oh. we get to it, I want to go ahead and let you explain where people can find you, connect with you, what you are offering right now to women, wherever they are, really, they can reach you. So go ahead and give us that rundown. Let us know how we okay, can. Awesome. So all touch. of my social media, all of my social media is the same. I am Pam Dorsey and I'm on um, Instagram. Facebook and Twitter. Um, I have at the end of 2019 released my first affirmations ebook entitled Girl Affirm Yourself. 
PamDorsey.com, and also you find the link on all of my social media platforms. Um, so I would absolutely love it if you grab a copy. It's an instant download. And I'm going to let y'all in on a secret. Only like three people know this. I'm turning the ebook into a physical book. Ooh. So that's what I'm working That's exciting. Yes, it's coming. Yes. <laughs> it's coming. I love it. So yeah, stay on the lookout for that. That's going to be good because, you know, when I'm doing my quiet introspection, my phone is in another room. <laughs> so yeah. that's, I think, physical yeah. copy has that place because some of us are too sidetracked and we need all electronics right. out of the room. So. Exactly. Totally agree. And then you'll get the right in it, you know, and of course I'm going to autograph it and all that great stuff. So I'm excited about that. Um, that's coming, but the ebook is available now. Very, very nice. Well, I know that some people are going to get to meet you through this, and I'm excited because I know you're going to bless their lives the same way you bless mine. Are you ready for rapid fire questions? Yes, I'm ready. I like fun stuff. <laughs> okay, okay. Here we go. First off, I'm going to start with a big one. What's your favorite color, Pam? <laughs> purple. <laughs> okay, why? Why purple? Why purple? Purple, when I look at it, when I see it, it just makes me happy, right? It puts yes. me in this space where if I'm in a bad mood, I can't be anymore. And secondly, it's royalty. Mm. Yes. Love Those it. are my reasons. <laughs> I always got to go find the purple heart when I message Pam. Yes. <laughs> make me smile. <laughs> okay. What's a favorite place you've visited? Oh wow. The favorite my favorite place that I visited. <sighs> I haven't visited a whole lot of places yet. Um you can tell me where you want to go. That'll work. Where I want to go to um Niagara Falls. I love Ooh. falls. So when I can go to Niagara Falls and let that water because they say you can ride under it and all that good stuff. So that that is what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Very fun. Okay, what's one thing that really annoys you? Oh my gosh. My son would laugh hysterically if he was here right now. Bad <laughs> driving. I hate people to pull out in front of me and make me slow down. If you're going to yeah. pull out, at least go the speed limit. Don't pull out and go two miles per hour. So that is my pet peeve. Bad driving. <laughs> is that why you left Greenville? I'm a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> There's a lot of bad driving in Greenville. Right here in Columbia, either. <laughs> okay. What's something you do for fun and relaxation? Ah, oh, something I do for fun. I like to do um, word puzzles. I have some word games on my phone. I do it uh -huh. out of habit, and I do it because I love it, and for, for some reason, it's relaxing to me, so I like yep. word games. <laughs> nice. Never do you that, right? <laughs> do you have a life-changing book that you've read that you'd like to share? Any book that's oh. been really, really good? Yes. Um, let me think. You, 
I don't want to mess up the title. It's Cheryl Brady, and I want to say it's titled "You Have It in You" or "It's Already in You," something okay. along those lines. We can Cheryl find it with Brady. that. Her book. Cheryl Brady. Sweet. Yeah. All yeah. right. Favorite favorite meal or food? Ah, Chipotle. Ah, good one. <laughs> Their chicken bowl. <laughs> I'm an addict. <laughs> I love it. Okay, what is a moment that brings you deep joy? Ah, when I look into the eyes of my two heartbeats, my two boys, my legacy, my why, they drive me to be better. My yeah. two heartbeats, Javion oh. and Gavin. Beautiful. Yes. Even though they drive me insane. <laughs> of course they do. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite quote or mantra? You've given us some really good ones of your own, but I wanted to ask you if you have a favorite. Oh my Out of God. it all. Oh gosh, I have so many. I have so many. Um, wait one second. She's gonna go because find her journal. My, yes, I have it in here because it is like one of my favorite. But Our Deepest Fear by uh, Marion Williamson. Y'all heard of that poem? Oh, but yeah. Preach it, girl. Yes, Elizabeth, I knew you would know it. <laughs> but that first line in there that says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. I was like, oh my gosh, my fear is that I'm powerful? Not that I'm inadequate. <sighs> that changed the game for me. So that's one of my favorites. Oh, I love it. We you know yeah. when I when I think of you, I think of this slogan, we are better together, because I hear you say that a lot. And that's one of the reasons that I was really excited about having you in this podcast, because that's really the whole point of this whole thing we're working at is we are better together. Let's link arms. Let's get to know one another. Let's support each other because we are better together. So thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with us and just sharing some of the gold that's in your heart. It's been wonderful. Yes, thank you so much, Elizabeth and Jordan. It has been my honor, my pleasure. Thank you so much for thinking of me to be a part of your podcast. And awesome. uh, I can speak for both of us and say you don't just inspire women because you inspired me too. Awesome. <laughs> there you go. Jordan, I appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you again yeah. for joining us. Most definitely. Thank y'all as well.